the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Right we're, Kester- we're alive for a little while. Yep. It's, it's, a, it's a little warm. <laughs> but that's okay. We're going to go right to the phone lines because Ann called in early. And I want to reward her for doing that by getting her phone call. And she's there got you a, go. She's got a nice timely question, too. Hi, Ann. Thanks for calling 210-308-8867. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. I thank you very much, and I've enjoyed the show for years and gotten very good advice on different problems. But today I'm calling about the watering restrictions, which I realize are necessary when it's so hot and dry. But I've also heard that watering the lawn uh, at night leads to fungus and disease and and problems. And, And I'm not a morning person. It leaves me wondering what to do. Is it true that that it's not good to water at night? Well, it's not it's not a problem when it's this this hot. the the real The real problem uh, in that watering at night is in like in September when you have cool nights. Then the fung you know we have a we have a lawn that the doesn't need a lot of water and the uh, the fungus develops. So, but the rule the rules state that you water uh, seven to eleven. At night, or 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. during the day. So, that, so there you, is a choice. Well, I yeah, don't live in I don't live in San Antonio, and our our hours are different, and they're more restrictive okay. than that. But oh, wow. uh, I I really wanted to know whether it would be all right to water uh, just after dark. Oh, no problem it's in terms of the horticulture. It's okay. That's what I wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you okay. very much. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you, Ann. We are, there's always a hedging bit there, too, because we've seen several lawns that are showing brown patch. I've got one in my neighborhood. Oh. But they've got low spots, and they're gen- they water generously. Mm. The rest of the lawn just looks really lush, and then they've got that that uh, developing now i kind of think this this weather will stop the spread of that but that that can occasionally happen and this spring uh, a few a few times at least it's happened but generally the the, the wa- watering at night is a problem only in the in the fall when the nights are cool right all right, 210-308-8867. That's a great question, though, Ann, and um, yeah. I know a lot of people are wondering about that because I think that, 
you know, your your time limit is either early morning or overnight, that's 7 to 11. And, yeah, not and, over overnight. Well, but in the evening, late yeah. e- in the evening to the late evening. Um, and so, yeah, I know a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, I don't want to do that. And they may think, too, that watering from 7 to 11 during the morning is not good because don't they – Aren't there this idea of the rain, the water on the the grass burns and no? Well, no. no it's, but isn't there that idea out there? Oh, no. I don't know. maybe oh. the old days, <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe. Okay, but you y'all have fixed that. Yeah. Okay, good. So uh, the information is not. It's not. There's a, it's an interesting debate on which is more more efficient. You, uh, you th- if you water it in the evening, the water you have moist soil for all night. Mm-hmm. If you water in the morning, it looks like it, you know, it dries out quickly. But part of that is the plant is utilizing that. You know, if growth is what you're after, you probably have more growth from watering in the morning because the, the water is available for that transpiration. Oh. So it's, it's a, you know, it's one of those uh, debates so, in a horticulturist. So I got a question. Does it, uh, if I was thinking about this yesterday as I mowed the lawn, um, and that was, does it help to have the lawn shorter for evapotranspiration because there's less leaf? Well, you've got to uh, quit thinking, Milton. I, trust Jerry, me, I'm on Get you some of those earplugs. I'm on that. Some music. <laughs> Jerry and quit thinking about okay. we got like evapotranspiration. Thank you. I, yeah, my time is not spent wisely. <laughs> yes, there's uh, there's advocates for both, but Jerry and I have come to the conclusion that you just continue mowing at the same height you do during the day. They're, uh, I mean, during I'm just the, trying to find an excuse not to have to mow the lawn. Yeah. So if I leave it up longer, you know, oh, it's uh, you know, it's it's better if you don't don't mow it. If you mow low, then you've got the sun penetrates and oh, that's right. dries the soil. True. Mow high, you've got more leaf area. So, so basically, you're, it's one of those debates. So think about in something else. In the end, else? it's, not, it's, not, it's <laughs> not a major factor. Okay. Do these, people, do these thoughts cross other people's minds? Oh, God, no. Yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're the first one that's ever come uh, over that, Milton. Wow. I knew I was on the cutting edge of this uh, grass thing. Did you have a hat on, Milton, or was it hot outside? Well, it was, I had a straight stroke. It was 7.30 in the evening at that point, so no. the sun had kind of, I was wimpy. That's kind of a good time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is that good? I just thought. Now, now I'm thinking about the ozone stuff. And are you supposed to mow? No, you're supposed to not gas up after sundown or something. I don't know. But the whole neighborhood, uh, as soon as I turned the mower off uh, and could hear other things, the uh, the whole neighborhood, everybody was out mowing their lawn. Trying see to, see trying what to you keep... started, Milton. <laughs> That's right. If I hadn't done it, those, they wouldn't have done it. The other thing is the people out walking is after that. Yeah. At 7.30 or 8 o'clock, yeah. and then Much, everybody's out there. Running. I don't blame them. But it's, uh, and we did our little gardening then, too. And I got my uh, Rio Grande uh, peppers, Rio Grande gold peppers in yesterday after watering them every day in that little <laughs> container. Uh, but, yeah, so I got one in the pot. And, uh, and can I get did the... Did you put copious amounts of osmocon I have not yet, but I will. Up. And that poor plant is starving. Well, we did a we had a big planting day yesterday. You know, we talked about it last weekend. The uh, 
custom built hummingbird and butterfly garden. That's a uh, person won in the raffle for the South Texas Home and Garden Show out there in Welder, Texas. And we had uh, half of the crew, volunteer crew, came from the Gonzalez Master Gardeners, and half came from the gardening volunteers. South Texas, who always seem always helped me on those projects. And we uh, got it done before noon, and it was very uh, nice project. The project looked really well. The, the hosts made us a wonderful barbecue lunch. We want to thank them. And uh, thanks to all the volunteers that showed up. It was a great crew. Worked really well together. And uh, the clouds were, till about uh, 1030, the clouds were pretty good. And so, so you're, nobody had a heat stroke. Or no, anything. no, it was pretty. Yeah, yeah it's a, you can. Yeah. In fact, every, I think everybody, you know, we got the project finished, and everybody's kind of looking around, and saying, "Well, I was kind of planning on." Yeah, you're planning the whole. They take another, another hour. You know, I was, but then when I suggested I'd find them some projects for that next hour, that oh, they. they <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it is time to go. The yeah. project looks great. We're finished. Yeah. No, it was a good crew. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Speaking of gardening events, there's a, for those growing uh, tomatoes and other vegetables, there's an event coming up next Saturday. There is. Trace, you want to well, we, fill us in on that bad boy? We're going to have a, our top tomato contest. That's right. So there's different categories you can enter. So even if you don't have something to enter in each category, you uh, you can definitely enter. So as long as you have a tomato, mm-hmm. uh, it'll fit into one of the categories. So there's three categories on that. And um, then there's the salad bowl, which uh, you don't even have to grow tomatoes. So uh, peppers and uh, carrots and radishes, things like that that you have that have finishing up you can make an arrangement out of those even though the green peppers are doing really well to do this year so. I lo- and i love peppers so yeah. I mean, uh, please mm. bring peppers so there's cherry and smaller tomatoes as one category regular tomatoes so those are the normal size ones uh the other category biggest tomato based on weight we will weigh your tomatoes and then the uh, of those three, the uh, one that one will be chosen as the best of show or San Antonio's top tomato. And uh, then there's also, as he, uh, Trace mentioned, the best of show grand champion. I'm sorry, the the best salad bowl. And uh, listen, it's it's a lot of fun. And I know what people do. They go, well, I didn't, you know, I don't think they look good, or I don't know. To encourage you to come on out and have fun with more other tomato growers, Millburgers is going to give you a $10 gift certificate redeemable uh, the day of the contest. Um, and uh, so just want to encourage you to come on out and have fun. And it is fun. Uh, all the, the the funnest part is watching the other contestants as the judging begins. Are there some uh, uh, plantanswers.com? Are there some little tricks, Jerry, about Uniformity uh, instead of funny. You should ask that cow. I was, I was about to head that direction. <laughs> it <too>. is funny. <laughs> on uh, plantanswers.com, on the uh, uh, front page, on the topics of the month, I've got uh, uh, the write-up on uh, top tomato and best salad bowl content. And uh, I, it's it's got it's got a link to uh, the Millburgers. Deal now. I think that's last year's. 
I think yes, that's last is. year's. I, I may have jumped jumped ahead of them on, on putting it on there, but uh, it's next weekend, June. What is that? June ninth. Uh, ninth, yeah. And uh, last year was June seventeenth. So, uh, but anyway, we've got the uh, all the write ups on uh, how to display. We've got pictures uh, streaming across the uh, the top of the page showing the con- the uh, contest from uh, last year, and the the main thing is that uh, the main thing you want to have to remember is it 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 uh, they need to have uh, stems attached, it evenly cut stems. Um, uh, attached to, to indicate that from the uh, from the uh, uh, your garden, and uh, the uh, y'all haven't mentioned the uh, the first place regular tomatoes. Are y'all doing the seventy five dollar deal this year? I'm pretty sure all the things are the same, but uh, uh, I think so. For, and, and then the second place is the fifty dollar uh, on the regular tomatoes. And then the biggest tomato gets a hundred dollars. So we're talking big money. These are gift certificates. So yeah. If you're only going to bring one tomato, the only one that you can be entered in is for the biggest, right? Everything else, you've got to have multiple tomatoes. Yeah, for, right, right, to show right. Uniformity. Yeah, uh, for three nice medium-sized. That's where I was headed. Tomato. That that's the ones that uh, often end up the and best it, you, best you tomato. You can see them on the table here, where where they're in groups uh, groups of three. With the stems cut at the uniform length. And, and, and you could have the prettiest tomato, singular, and have two next to it that aren't so great. That's not what you're looking for. They're right. You need all three to be identical. And so it would be better to have three nice tomatoes than one great tomato there and two okay go. tomatoes. And people, people have that... <laughs> They, they they want to show their big one, you know. I understand. And uh, now, Trace, I want you to look at this picture. Tycoon. The, that that's a picture. I'm I'm showing Trace a picture that's rotating on PlantAnswers.com. He's still bitter. That's right. That, <laughs> that that's a tomato that did not get the best tomato, uh, top tomato contest by your buddy and yeah. Judge. You know, the decision and of the I, judges is final. And I've trained since he was a child. <laughs> I, I asked you, I said, what was wrong with those tomatoes? Look at them. They're perfectly uniform, blemish-free, stems cut the same way. Now, don't be undermining the credibility of the contest. Mm-hmm. I, I'm undermining the credibility of the judges in this particular just, incident. Just one judge. <laughs> is he the only judge? No, okay. it's three. And and I had a I have a picture of the judges on there. No, no, you are you but, are really going but, after. But them. you you might you might realize that uh, the the uh, the views of what is that that says the views of our views of the, the, uh, the experts uh, are purely their own and yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, they don't say not necessarily. They say they are not. Yeah, not that's right. They actually do say they are not. Not the views of the <laughs> Mill Burgers, the uh, yeah, radio station. And not the views of the most, most people listening, yes. <laughs> now, 
to all right poor trace it's it's difficult <laughs> I judge. jerry no jerry. no i know i just you, you came up here kind of to talk about some stuff and jerry has <laughs> forgotten he and i for years and years and years were judging and it's not an easy job no there's no. a dis- there's a disagreement sometimes but when Stevie Wonder could have picked this. <laughs> I happened to agree with him last year, but uh, <laughs> all right. This year, I'm sure. This year, yeah, is going to be outstanding. And no, it really will be. And it is a lot of fun, and it's fun to people watch. Yeah, and, and people share tomatoes. A lot secrets of and, a lot of money involved. Yeah. But anyway, we've got a, a step-by-step or a pretty well good description, like Trace was talking about on. Uh, on top, under topics of the month, first topic of the month is top tomato and best salad bowl content. Does that right. does that uh, talk about Jerry uh, storing them? Say they got they're looking really good now. Does it talk about when you should pick them and where you should st- how you should store them? I don't think we do. Well, they that. can show a green tomato too. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't. That we've yeah, had, we've yeah. had green but tomatoes. I, I think people underestimate too that if you uh, go ahead and pick a. An orange tomato, uh, three orange perfect-looking tomatoes, and put them in the refrigerator can slow them down. Or, or yeah, yeah. So you, there's some there's some tactics that you can follow. To, uh, but so for more information, they should be the same color. Bad mouth in my column. I tried so, to get everything in there. So uh, for more information, go to millburgernursery.com. <laughs> millburgernursery. <laughs> Dot com. Trace, what's going on? What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, plant of the weekend. 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 So this is a, a unusual one, uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only one that has any of these. What? Okay. That's, that's not normal, is it? No, that's not normal. All right, so this is a coleus. It's a sun coleus called Paul's coleus. So there's 10 of them. Oh, wow. So it's a limited number, and... Uh, Jerry always talks about Peterson Brothers. So mm-hmm. uh, Paul is one of the main guys over there, and uh, I saw this on the availability, Paul's Coleus. Cool. And uh, to me, it looks like a duck-footed Coleus, so it's got a, a real interesting shape leaf. It looks like it's going to have great color when it's in the sun. But if he named it, that means there's none other like it. You think it's named after Paul? I did, well, I yeah, I do. Okay. Do you not? I've never heard of it. So uh, I mean, named after Paul. It might be Paul Cox. Oh wow! No, 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 <laughs> no thorns. <laughs> no thorns. <laughs> it's <laughs> that would be. It's different. <laughs> Paul's coleus weed. Uh, <laughs> so, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's pretty. And uh, if you go online, you can see it. And yeah, did it say Paul's online? Yeah. Oh, no, that's not the right one. <laughs> I'm finding coleus under websites that contain Paul, so never mind. Oh, oh, but it's oh, got yeah. it's, it's, it's a kind of a, a disciplined grower, it looks like, um, that kind of maroon leaves. Um, like uh, Trace says, it's got a different colored shape leaf. What did you call that? Duck, duck, duck foot duck is uh, is leaf shape, and so it's, uh, it's kind of unusual. It's got little lobes on it. Uh, and they're arranged almost perfectly. Did they say it was stay, it would stay disciplined like that, or did it get le- the leggy? In the sun, well, it, it'll stay smaller. Uh, just like any other coleus, I would assume if it got too out of control, you could pinch on it. Oh, yeah. 
Is that because that's one of the things with coleus? Is yeah, the, the break the top off. At, uh, so these are sixteen ninety nine, and they are in a ten inch pot. And you may be one of only. Well, I brought one in last week. Oh, okay. We sold it. So okay, maybe one of eleven in the entire country, maybe, to have this uh, type of coleus. So if you want one, you can uh, come by today, tomorrow, or if you don't want to take your chances and you want to get one of the ten, call Millburgers at 210-497-3760, and uh, this might be a fun one to try out, 210-308, I'm sorry, 210-497-3760, and just tell them to put it aside for you. So if they've got it, they'll put it aside, and then you just come at your leisure, as they say, and uh, pick it up, because it's not on sale, so there's no, there's so they could come Tuesday and stuff, right? Sure, but there okay. is ex- extremely limited numbers. Yeah, so a call and uh, and they'll make arrangements with you um, when you call in. The, the person who answers will will take care of you. Cool. You still you, have some. You, you don't want to mention that they're very easy to root, do you? And pay for pension by? Well, no, I wasn't going to mention that. Okay, okay. Pension them back, yes. <laughs> the um, <laughs> if he patented it, then they wouldn't be able to legally do that anyway. So who wants to, Who cares about legality here? We're talking about plant material. Uh, the, the Rio Grande Gold peppers. The statements by yeah. the Rio Grande Golds out there. Yeah. yeah. There's still some out there, which is good. Not as many. And they're looking good. How many flats? Maybe four? Yeah, yeah. Six. four or five. They're, they're not all full. If you want yeah. a head start on the Oscar Okra, too, there. Oh, wow. Yeah, those, are, solid, those came in real strong. nice, too. Yeah. Are those the ones at the end? What's yes. at the end with the big leaves? That's uh, the Okra? And uh, I guess I guess it's no longer celery season, right? No, no, no. That yeah. was the funniest thing. I liked, you know, I grew celery for the first time. Well, I really is a pretty plant and, and easy. Yeah, I did. It's very forgiving. Uh, and then it, finally, the heat has gotten to it. So I, w- I said, oh, I'm just going to pull it up out of the container. That'll be easy. The whole, everything came up with it. So I pulled it up in the whole container. All the dirt, everything. Yeah. Clean, a clean draw out of there. They have a lot of fibrous roots. Yeah, so uh, I, I shook it a little bit and it, it broke off, but it was funny. Have you ever grown Chianthus? Uh-uh. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, that's the same, same. thing. Yeah, it just... That's harder than heck to get It's like a grass out. after a while. It was in a little window box, but yeah. All right. Well, but you know... What else is here and booming strong are the porterweed. They are. That that uh, purple one I like is really the tall one is, is and we've, is there looking we've good. We've been moving through. Uh, we got in some white knockouts. We've been moving through those pretty quickly. Really? Wow. And the um, blue angel althea is still still moving, blooming, still blooming down. and moving. But the numbers are really low on that too. So if that's something you're interested in, that 2018 Texas Superstar. The Blue Angels are spectacular. The whites have not kicked in yet. No. But the blues are still beautiful. And if you if you wonder what he's talking about, again, on plantanswers.com, on the topics of the month, the last listing is uh, Althea, Althea, Rose of Sharon, Blue and White Angel varieties. And it's got pictures of there and description of the, of, uh, the history of the plant. So that's four nine seven three seven six zero. That's the number to call if you want one of those two. And yeah, this was uh, when we did it the first time. I think we they all went, and a lot of people called in to get them too. So, uh, so you say how many left? Not too many. Uh, not very many. Probably okay. less than twenty. Okay. 
So and 497. Probably, probably not any new. Probably the supply is probably. Oh, I, I bought I, I bought it all. So 497 <laughs> all over the United States. All right. So we're going to take a quick break while we do. Uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Ron, you're going to be up next right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. It's here. It's a top tomato contest. Time for you to start bragging on those tomatoes of yours. That's right. Millburgers annual top tomato contest is coming up. There are lots of different categories for you to participate in. Cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato by weight, and one tomato will be named the grand champion or top tomato in San Antonio. There's even a best salad bowl contest if you're growing things that aren't tomatoes. You can bring those too. Now go to millburgernursery.com for all the details. When you're there, you'll learn that you get a $10 gift certificate just for coming out and bringing your tomatoes and participating in the contest. It's a whole lot of fun, and it's your chance to, well, do a little bragging and have some fun with other tomato growers. While you're there this weekend at Millburgers, you're going to find some savings on Finca, Dwarf Mexican Petunia, Coleus, Bougainvilleas, and Crepe Myrtles. Plus, Millburgers has sales on all kinds of great stuff at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road. This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, math and Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. If you're buying or selling a home, I suggest you call Sergio, a 20-year licensed real estate professional. Help You Sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. Let's do the math. The difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 or more in service and marketing? Probably not. Same service, thousands saved. It just adds up. Help You Sell is the clear choice in San Antonio and the Hill Country. And you know how I feel about clarity, so call 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210-693-0305 to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski jewelers with some good news and some bad news. The good news is fine jewelry lasts forever. It can always be made to look like new or easily redesigned. Here's the bad news. How much jewelry have you got sitting around in drawers needing work? That's money sitting there, and it isn't doing you any good. You have a pendant want a ring? We can do it. Have a bracelet want a ring? We can do it. And more good news. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, most repairs cost less than a nice lunch. Major renovation or a whole new look? A lot less than you think. Mark Sadaski Jewelers' creativity and execution is the best in the country. Want some more good news? Right now, we're offering 20% off on all jewelry repairs just for asking. Mark Sadaski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio since 1933. That's 85 years. On Northwest Military Highway near Wurzbach Parkway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Or visit us online at SadowskiJewelers.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, we're going to go right to those phone lines real quick at 210-308-8867. Ron is on the line. Ron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good morning. Doing fine. While I was sitting here, I thought of two other questions I want to ask. The first one, 
It, okay. About the picture that's in the back of my SA, there's a beautiful bird that's in Calvin's article. But it doesn't say what kind of bird it is. A golden, a golden-fronted woodpecker. Okay. Beautiful. And it's, it's, uh, it's real. It's the western version of the. Uh, if you go a, little, a few miles to the east, it'll be a. Uh, what do they call it? It's, it's red-fronted rather than golden-fronted, but uh, that's the one we have around here. It is, be- okay. it is beautiful, and uh, they they love hummingbird wa- sugar water. Uh, they uh, just suck it right down. Then the other thing they do, they're, they it doesn't take them long to get used to harvesting tomatoes, peaches. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, that's, good news. that's good news. The Inaqua and... Uh, Oh, Texas persimmon, they really like yeah. that too. So they they get they get pretty uh, friendly if you uh, well at first you just love them and welcome them. And then after that you uh-huh. kind of wish there weren't quite so many in your yard. Okay. And they pull the bee guards off too. Oh yeah, I mean the, oh, the hummingbird. Yeah, it's, they, uh, that's just they might do that just to spite you. They uh-huh. throw those things in there. <laughs> what were your other questions? Is the Men's Garden Club going to be at the Texas Folk Life Festival this coming weekend? I imagine so. They're there every year. What's that? Men's Garden Club going to be at the Texas Folk Life. All right. We need somebody from the Men's Garden Club to call us. 210-308-8867. When is Folk Life? This yeah, coming weekend? Yeah. It's just counting uh, the 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yep. It's been 30-plus years. Yeah, don't fail to miss it. Yeah. That's what Judd cool. Alcimore used to say. <laughs> what else? Did, uh, did uh, I guess they got? Uh, they've done watermelons in the past. Yeah. You know. And as hot as it is, I, I bet a watermelon booth would be very uh, very popular. Okay. And Thanks, the last Ron. thing is, uh, oh, I used to have geckos around here. I don't see them anymore. What are they? Uh, geckos. geckos. Oh, there's still there's still a few around. Um, I think the fire ants are working well. Working I don't know well. what it is. Um, when the when the road runners were in my neighborhood, you didn't see many. Now I see all kinds of. Uh, but there, you're, you're right. There aren't as many geckos as there are the other kind of the lizards. The regular Texas lizard are just the great big ones, and uh, uh, even the chameleon type. Will cats or birds prey on them? I'm sorry? Cats or birds. Cats or oh, birds yeah, cat, cats for sure. And I saw a blue jay this morning that had, a, I don't I don't know that it was uh, the gecko, but it had a, a little lizard that was obviously Good. carrying it to its nest. Thanks, Ron. Right, thank you, gentlemen. You take care. Bye, Ron. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's get to Paul. He's been waiting a while. Paul, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's going on? Hey, i got a question. Um, I live in the Canyon Springs area, and I noticed in my yard, pretty much all over the neighborhood when I walk, there's like a gray fungus-looking scale on our oak trees. Is that uh, the beginning of hypoxylon cancer or canker? Prob- probably not. What, what kind of oak trees? Um, they're those, you know, live oaks, I guess, that are, you know, all live. over the hill country. So. Yeah. Where's the gray on the bark, the outside bark? Yeah, it's on the outside bark. 
Yes, the lichens, lichen. probably. Yeah, in fact, uh, Neil Sperry's article today had lichen is just, just a uh, combination of algae and one of the other uh, uh, benevolent uh, funguses. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really just neutral. It doesn't hurt anything. In fact, if you've got it growing on rock or your bark or your trees indicates that the air pollution levels, the sulfur levels, are pretty low in your your air. So that's, yeah, not a problem. And hypoxylin is not real prone to get live oaks. Right. It's on red oaks. Yeah, yeah. And uh, trees in real stressed situations on hillsides. Yeah. So, but, yeah, if you got it, if you get it, it, it's almost immediately you lose the tree. Some people okay. are not liking them on the trees, Method. You can't see me roll my eyes on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. You're feeling hey, better about it? Question, one yes, other sir. question I thought of while I was on the line here. Okay, the, the grass that you see, you know, it grows wild in the medians in San Antonio and, uh, you know, like the neutral zones when you go up and down uh, Stone Oak and stuff like that. Is that bahia grass? And if so, it's starting to take over our neighborhood. Is there any way to kill it? <laughs> Uh, like with image, or you just have to go after it with eraser, or well, bahia. I remember on the orchard, it was always one of the hardest to control, and I've heard it's hard to control here. Um, I don't know if that's the one that's in there. He's yeah. thinking it's Bermuda. Oh no, he said <laughs> like bahia. Yeah, no, it, oh, no, no. It's, it's not Bermuda. Okay. Bahia grass, yeah. Yeah, you know, um, it comes up, it grows quick, it, you know, comes up to about a foot, you know, it's got a little, uh, I guess, starts to flower on the end, but, I mean, it comes up, you mow your lawn, and it, it'll be up in five days. Yeah, now it's not, is it a summer grass? It's not one of those, uh, it's not like rescue grass that's declining right now, I know. No. Okay. Yeah, it could be, behaved. I don't know if it's in Neil's article this year, uh, this week, but at some place uh, somebody was discussing it and, and how hard yeah, it was to, to uh, uh, control compared to the other grasses. They were using yeah. Roundup on it. Okay. Oh, oh I know. Over the, it's taken over that, the curb lines, and especially on the houses, you know, that are, you know, potentially rent houses that don't water and stuff. Yeah. I know where it was. It's out there at that uh, the hummingbird garden that we built. We uh, sprayed uh, Roundup about two weeks ago, and... Looked like a pretty good kill to me, except uh, some of those uh, bahia roots were were pretty strong in there. So um, it will the Roundup will work if it's, uh, of course, if the grass is stressed and hardened, kind of hardened off from the drought, then it's almost any of it's harder to kill. But especially that grass, you're right, it yeah. is hard. I don't know if image would do it any better. Or unfortunately, it's in the middle of the Saint Augustine. Yeah. Yeah. So, mo, 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 I guess. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Good luck, okay, Paul. Thanks. 
All right, 210-308-8867. Let me take a second to talk about Spider-Man Pest Control. If it's bugging you, Spider-Man Pest Control can get rid of it from ants to roaches to spiders to scorpions to fleas, you name it, and mosquitoes, too. And Spider-Man's got a new system that, since we've been talking about it, has really been catching on. Uh, they have it here at Millburgers, and it basically what it does is, and I'm going to describe it, but I'm going to ask you to call Spider-Man and have him describe it, and then you can find out which one of us does a better job, and I'm betting it's him. So, you know, it's a kind of a thing, looks like a half-fire hydrant. The little mosquitoes fly in because it's got the, the water in it, and they're attracted to it. They get a little powder on themselves, and uh, while they're down in there playing in the water and having a good time and <laughs> at the I beach. I can imagine this, Milton. You're doing a good job. Thank you. And then they go they go fly off after they do what they do in the water. Sounds pretty vicious. Yes. And then they've got the powder on them. They put that powder on throughout your yard as they land on other things. Well, those mosquitoes land on it, and so do other mosquitoes they get the powder on them and it eventually kills both the uh the original mosquito and the ones that land on it afterwards disney world disneyland use this and uh, spider-man is having great success with it so if you want to learn a different alternative to killing mosquitoes in your yard that uh like san antonians are having great success with call spider-man pest control and ask them about it 210-656-3721 you know they could do that uh, if you haven't had your house examined for uh, termite infestation mm-hmm. in a few years. No, they're really need, good at that. You need to get somebody out there, and Spider-Man's the best person out there to have a look, and then you yeah. can discuss that uh, that uh, mosquito option there you go. as well. Find out more by going to GoSpiderManPest.com, too. GoSpiderManPest.com. Jerry's on the line. What are you doing online? He's got a question uh, yeah, about vincas. What's uh, I've got a question on uh, the Cory or the cascading uh, spreading vinca. Uh, I understand. I, I heard you went, on one of the shows. Uh, you said you put it in uh, either last year or the year before. And uh, the question I have is, uh, if you look at the uh, directions on the plants, says that they need six plus hours of direct sun. Uh, I've got an area I want to put a bed in uh, on the south side, but it's uh, it'll be under oaks. It gets sun all day, but it's filtered. And I I planted uh, a bed oh it must have been 20 years ago, uh, Vinca, and they loved the partial shade. Uh, it did extremely well. You had to be careful that you didn't uh, water them too much. But uh, are the Cory Vincas uh, would they survive in a partial shade or filtered sun? I was thinking you were talking about the that the uh, the, the ground cover vinca, the one the no, one it's, uh, the the, uh, the, the ones that, that they have out there now at that uh, Melburgers there you see it's called the spreading vinca. I guess you put them in uh, yeah. hanging pots or, or they'll spread as uh, versus just the upright. I think they might do all right. I tried them. Jerry, Jerry swears they've got some shade tolerance, and I've tried them on. Uh, some ed- edge, you know, where you got mm-hmm. transition between shade and, and sun. Yeah, that's the hardest part to grow yeah, in. And they they seem, and the the thing is, they get blasted. They get in a the short sun, blast of the, the afternoon sun, and by the, they seem to be, but they only get a couple hours. But yeah. they, they seem to be prospering. So I would guess that you're going to have a, a pretty good luck with them. Okay, six plus hours of direct sun, I guess, is uh, rather um, is what overkill. I guess maybe they'll do well in a real sunny uh, area, but that's, uh, if that's it's, optimal. Uh, filtered sun, they should probably do well too. 
Yeah, well, that's optimum. Well, that's, that's from our experience, so, and, and it's a San Antonio experience. Right. Here in a little, a little more moderate area, the the six the six hours of sun is probably a really good requirement. But I yeah, I, I, I know in the ones that I had before and again, this was twenty years. ago, You had to be careful uh, about water not getting them too wet. They I guess they had a uh, root rot problem. And the older ones, that I understand, the cores are better at that. Right, they had photophora, yeah. And uh, and uh, spacing the spreading, uh, what would you, uh, what kind of space would you? I don't know how. I've never grown them before. I don't know how, how far they spread out. Uh, this isn't the ground cover. This is, uh, as I say, the one that you see for pots and that type of thing. You see, uh, you, they have them right now. I think on sale there at uh, Melbourne. Right. Uh, let's see. Is eighteen inches too much? Uh, the, uh, if they're 12 inches apart, they fill in completely. I was just wondering if you could get by. Yeah, I want them to inch. fill in as a, as a carpet. So uh, huh? I, I don't want them too far, but then I don't want to put it too close. That's really what 12 inches. Yeah, because if you're if you're in the partial in a partial sun situation, I think closer is better. And I I, I would do 12 inches. 12 to, inches. Try the 12 inches. What do you think, here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, is there any uh, any of the colors, one that does better than others? You know, some of the plants, sometimes one color will do better here in San Antonio than the other. Or are they all about the same? See? I think they're all about the same. same. Seems like same. to me they are, in my experience. If they all core. Listen, I thank you uh, for the information and your time, and you have a good day. Okay, thank Bye-bye. you for Thanks. calling. You take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Hey, uh, probably one of the topics that's going to be coming up uh, soon with the, the summer here is, uh, I'm guessing, can you mulch now? Can you mulch anytime, right? Yeah, now I, ha- I hedged a little bit. I can't even remember what, what was in tasks or something or... Oh, oh, I know. Next weekend, I wrote an article on dealing with the drought. And uh, mulch, in the long term, is just an essential part of gardening in, in San Antonio area. But in the short term, you can, if you mulch dry ground, we've discussed this many times. You mulch dry ground, uh, then you can you can insulate the ground a little bit from, sh- uh, especially oh. the like three eighths inch rains or quarter inch rains. That we get so, so it's always it's, it's, uh, the best time to mulch is after you've had a good soaking rain or sprink or water. Okay. Soak. Well, if you're looking for that mulch, or you're looking for a new soil or uh, compost uh, or a variety of those different hardscapes, uh, check out QualityOrganicProducts.com. That's the website for Quality Organic Products. Right there on Lookout Road, about a quarter mile outside of Loop 1604. Uh, Ty Chisholm has built a company, and the name says it all. It's quality products, organic products. Uh, he's very, very particular about what he uh, does and uh, um, the uh, products he sells, no biosolids and uh, uh, all that um, all the quality that goes into it uh, is right there, and it's uh, recognized by landscapers throughout San Antonio. Uh, so my, my thought is, well, these guys count on it for their living. Uh, they go to Todd's, so uh, 
Uh, it's got to be good. So quality organic products. You can call them today. They're open till 2 at 651-0200. If you've got a project on your mind, honestly, you may be even able to get some stuff delivered today. Um, they're uh, very customer service oriented. they got their own drivers. So if it works out, oftentimes they can do it the same day. 210-651-0200, 651-0200. Find them online at qualityorganicproducts.com. We're going to go back to the phone lines now because I don't want Robert to wait. Robert's got a question on banana trees. Hey there, Robert. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well, guys. Hope everyone's doing good there. I'm going to plant some banana trees today. I'm just curious about spacing. <laughs> hmm. So you, it gets well, to be 100 degrees, and so you think you can put in a banana plantation? Is that it? Well, Ed? yes. I, I was waiting for this weather. Robert. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, are you planting them to be around a swimming pool or something that, that you're spacing them? Most people no, plant them I'm, in clumps. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have four. I have three. I don't know what variety. My brother gave me three from his, he grew or harvested from his backyard, and I have a larger one. It's called a snow giant, I believe. They're supposed to, in the ideal conditions, grow to about 40 foot tall. I am just planting them for production. I I plan on clumping them. I just don't know. Do I plant them 18 inches apart, two foot apart? Oh, gosh. You're doing it for production. You can plant them as far apart as you want. Yeah, I've okay. I've seen they they look they they do a combination like Jerry, you know a lot of people use them for that tropical look, and that w- one uh, spacing that looks really nice for that is like six foot apart. But if you easier to take care of them, you know even t- ten foot is not too wide apart. Okay, well I've got a large area. Uh, it's landscape timbered. It's probably 30 foot long. I mean, they, they will be visible from the pool, but I'm not putting them there for the aesthetics. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of safe. A couple, couple foot apart is not too close. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, they're not because they're, they're spread. I mean, you know, they, they clump. They, they probably won't get 40 foot. Tall. Well, I don't expect the one to. I mean, it's it, it's a large. I mean, this but the lady that gave me to it actually grew it from a seed that she purchased online. But it's a, it is a. I kept it in the greenhouse all last winter. She gave it to me last fall. I kept it in the greenhouse. I mean, it's a large plant already. Um, why did probably why do they call it snow gallon? Sir, I, they didn't. They didn't answer okay. my opinion on how they <laughs> no, 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 name it. I so well, I, like this, I can I can see him now. Does with it a, grow in with a cold conditions and, and his machete on his yeah, yeah, and his belt? You know, I just yeah, thought maybe she, it grew in colder conditions or something. You know, it's it's it's. She said, and this is a kind of a plant person. This lady's her her yard is is dense with both potted and in ground plants. And that's one of the reasons she gave it to me. She actually had no room to plant it after she grew it from a seed. But she said in her research that it would grow well in our climate. Here again, I don't expect it to get 40 feet. If it does, it'll be neat. You know, what the hell? Um, yeah. But, okay. Do, do these Very bananas, I, I, I'm not familiar with the varieties of bananas, but uh, uh, do they taste different or are they... Uh, uh, 
you said you're growing them for production. Have you have you tasted them? Do they taste different than a regular store-bought banana? Well, you know, it's one thing. All the years my brother's had bananas, he's never really shared with me. I guess I'm not at his house at the right time. Oh, okay. But they do grow. I mean, they're edible. They've been these the core of these plants are you know many many years old. I don't know how long they last, but the the property that he lives kind of for decades there's always been banana plants there so i don't know if he's replanted them every year or you know every so many years um i know that the last crop would behind his pool hang on one sec put them there i'll get an answer for you next time we talk okay Okay, Uh, i'll have to ask him yeah uh, All right, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks for calling, man. Okay, we want to hear the progress guys. of this. All right. All right, 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. It's here. It's the Top Tomato Contest. Time for you to start bragging on those tomatoes of yours. That's right. Millburgers' annual Top Tomato Contest is coming up. There are lots of different categories for you to participate in. Cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato by weight, and one tomato will be named the Grand Champion or Top Tomato in San Antonio. There's even a Best Salad Bowl Contest if you're growing things that aren't tomatoes. You you can bring those, too. Now, go to MillburgerNursery.com for all the details. When you're there, you'll learn that you get a $10 gift certificate just for coming out and bringing your tomatoes and participating in the contest. It's a whole lot of fun, and it's your chance to, well, do a little bragging and have some fun with other tomato growers. While you're there this weekend at Millburgers, you're going to find some savings on Finca, Dwarf Mexican Petunia, Coleus, Bougainvilleas, and Crepe Myrtles. Plus, Millburgers has sales on all kinds of great stuff at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 60 Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez has a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. 
Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. And again, more information on the Top Tomato Contest at millburgernursery.com. Come on out next Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jim is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jim, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How can we help you? i tell you what, you can help me by bringing a very early cool front. Yeah. <laughs> But that aside, we're, we're, hey, listen. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm, I know I'm a little impatient on the cool front, but it, <laughs> we're, doing we, we're doing what we can. Jim, come on. You just told us. We're just past the cool fronts now. We're, we're having hot fronts now. <laughs> we're doing what I we hear, can. <sighs> okay. I hear you seeing fans going inside, but unfortunately, I'm outside. Yeah, um, there you go. Hey, listen. <laughs> I picked up one of these uh, mallow hibiscus from Millburgers a week ago yesterday, and I'm just now, a few minutes ago, took the pot in, it, in its root bound, and I don't want, I, I'm not ready to put it in the ground. I'm going to wait till this fall. So I'm stepping it up to a bigger pot, but when I took it out, I had to cut the existing pot off to get it out. It, okay. it's, got, it's got squirreling roots, some big ones in there. I yeah. don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt it. Do I just take some pruning shears and cut the roots, or do I have to remove those roots? No, you don't do. Well, you don't do either. No, oh, you don't no, have. Do you you don't have to cut the roots on a mallow biscuit. Is that is that more grindy, or what kind of what what's the variety? No, my wife wanted the red. Red's her color, and I thought I was picking up a red river, but it wasn't available. So um, yeah, she right. She picked out the uh, the Lord Baltimore. There you and, go. Uh, That's a good red. That's a good yeah, it's red. It's got a tag on it, and it, it's pretty. Uh, it's just too hot, and my bed's not ready for it, and I'm not ready to put it in the ground today. Okay. So I'm gonna. It needs to be stepped up because it's really root bound. I'm having to water it uh, almost twice a day. Oh yeah. yeah. So um, don't cut the roots at all. Just just take it out no. of the pot and step it up into the bigger pot. Yeah, yeah, we planted some Thursday, uh, a new a new uh, hibiscus that, uh, uh, believe it or not, A&M putting out uh, hibiscus. Uh, the guy up, up in uh, northwest Texas is is putting out, but uh, they 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 have a vigorous uh, uh, root system. And uh, we 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 were in the same situation you're in, and I also brought a a new hibiscus that we're going to have next year from uh, that's pink from uh, the last hibiscus, uh, the last plant that Dr. Sam McFadden bred, the guy that right. did the uh, Altheus. and um, so we we were stepping there, we were putting some in the in the bed for. For cutting stock, and then we were uh, taking cuttings. Uh, uh, by the way, if you want to propagate uh, mallow hibiscus, uh, June and July, July is the time to take the greenwood the greenwood cutting. 
But anyway, oh, okay. uh, you you don't you don't have to uh, you don't have to worry about uh, cutting the roots. Now it won't okay. hurt if you cut the roots. I mean, if that'll make you feel better, but uh, we don't we no, don't I cut don't wanna, the roots. I don't want to hurt the plant. I just want to step it up for about three months or so, okay. maybe October, put it in the ground. So just leave the roots intact is what you're telling yeah. me. Yeah, and okay. when you uh, put put uh, copious amounts of automacote in there. I think I've heard you say that before. So you've I'll heard me that. say that before. Uh, I thought this was the first day. No, no, no. no. I think, I think Osmocote is now selling copious. <laughs> <laughs> the copious variety. Oh, yeah. uh, copious brand. All right. Once, it, once the first cool, once the first cool front gets here this fall, is this how best it's going to go on the ground? Okay. Uh, and and remember, you cannot overwater a hibiscus. Okay. Well, they, that's good they, to know. They, they come out of a right swamp. To, to, yeah, it's going to come right. It's going to plant right next to the faucet, so it should get plenty of water. Ooh, that's a that. perfect. That's a perfect place for it. It'll be happy. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, good sir. Good luck to you. Ooh, I think got a little cooler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Uh, we don't, don't take any callers now, but give us a call and get on the line, and we'll get you right after we get, a, get you caught up with the news. We've had a lot of great questions, including uh, one uh, off the air about uh, a ringtail bat, a ringtail cat or something. Or I think it was. He showed me the, you showed the young I couldn't recognize. Oh, I didn't recognize. But then he had a, yeah, then he had that picture of the, the cat, looked like the female going, yeah, yeah, going back, the snout. Mm-hmm. But the uh, snout was a giveaway. Well, yeah. That, yeah, because it was hard. I mean, she she was moving fast. Um, oh, it was a video. Yeah. yeah oh moving. wow. But Good not 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 easily distinct. You need to, with those kind of videos. You need to look at a. Seven or eight different oh, shots okay. to fit the right. identify. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867, uh, the and, number to call to be a part of the show. And remember that uh, on Topics of the Month on PlantAnswers.com, we've got uh, all the information on Top Tomato mm-hmm. and Best Salad Bowl Contest, and, uh, the first listing and we got the pa- the uh, information on the real grande gold peppers which we still have some of and we've got some uh, information on the altheas uh, the origin of the uh, uh, blue altheas that we've got a few left of those all right and don't forget also david rodriguez is going to be here next saturday doing one of his in kind in kind earth kind of seminars this one on uh colorful texas superstars that you can enjoy in the summer uh that's free starts about 10 uh, o'clock so uh, come on out here and be a part of that at millburgers go to millburgernursery.com for more information we're going to take a break and we'll talk to sharon right after this on millburgers gardening south texas on the answer We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers. It's a pretty day. Uh, lots of color in front of us, and we'd love for you to come on out and be a part of it. Uh, just uh, give us a call or come on out. The number to call, 210-308-8867. The address is uh, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And Sharon is on the line. She's been waiting through the news. Sharon, thanks for waiting. What's going on? How can we help you? Um, I have some lemongrass that I want to uh, divide. How? What is the procedure? Do I need to cut it back? Do I need to just take it out? No. Uh. I don't. I don't think you need to cut it back on lemongrass. Uh, just as you, you, you just pop it out of the ground and uh, root divide it. You know, divide okay. it in the the ball. Yeah, it, like, or even a sharp shovel, you can do. Yeah. Oh, I um, I can a, get it out of the ground. I got it out of the ground, but then I wasn't sure if I should cut it back or anything. But just transplant it. Yeah. Well, you divide it. You know, you yeah. you root. You make root division. Yeah, one handful made. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, you don't need to cut it back. Okay, just pot them up then. Pot them up. Yeah, unless it's unless it's so the top is so full that it's hard to work with. Yeah. Uh, No, there's about eighteen inches tall, but it's not that full. You know, when I get them apart. No, that'll work. That should be good. Okay. Good luck, Sharon. Thank you. Good luck to you. Thanks, Sharon. Uh Well, there you go. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh-oh, we got a question. Can we ask it on the air? It's easy. Come on, grab the mic. You'll be on the air with these guys. Here, it's easy. You've never done that before. Well, isn't this a great experience? You're all, hey, you came to Millburger. Well, see if you can hold the leaves up and the microphone at the same time. <laughs> give, give Calvin the leaves for a second. See, my, this is, You're this on the is air. an oak tree in my backyard, and I always thought it was a post oak, but I was just told it probably isn't. What did they think it was? Maybe a lace oak. Lacy? Yeah, that's right. Lacy oak? Yeah, it could be, I guess. Well, anyway. It, does it get real silver in the spring? No. How big is it? Um, the girth is about. Oh about lord, it's a big tree. Yeah. yeah. However, it's been damaged from the drought. We had a house built, and this tree was on our lot, and um, it it was away from harm, I think. But I looked up last night, and the leaves were brown, so I was afraid it was oak wilt. But no, 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 no. Somebody said it doesn't look like oak wilt to them. No, no. that's not oak wilt. No, now and, it, and it's not enough water. Well, lacy oak is one of the it's one of the most drought tolerant. Mm-hmm. Post oak is one of the most sensitive to disruption, soil disruption, compaction. Right. That's that's. Uh, so what do you think this is? Well, I don't. I'm not sure. It's. A, I think it's just major, the old leaves. Yeah, I don't think it's a. It, it, a I mean, is it so yellow? Is there enough yellow in there that's? Making you nervous? Yeah, there, I'd say maybe oh, 20% of the tree has the brown leaves and the rest is green. I would. And it happened all of a sudden. Like I, I, looked, I would guess that it's a. Dry weather. Yeah, that it got 
pretty good, well-timed rains in the spring, and then now we're getting into this 100-degree heat, and it's just adjusting. Okay. Now, especially if it's lacy oak, I don't think. And even the post oak is pretty drought-tolerant, so that, that wouldn't be a major cause for it to be a problem. But they, who identified it as a lacy? I'm not saying. Oh. Somebody that works. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that's a pretty big lacy oak. And it, I mean, it was not, it's not noticeably silver in the spring. Mm-mm, no. I've got a lacy oak. I'll have to look closer at the leaves, but... It's uh, got the round lobe. Isn't that a member of the white oak family? Oh, yeah, it's a member. Yeah, both of them are, both of them are members of white oak. That's a good tree. Yeah. So, well, I started watering it this morning. I thought it good. wouldn't hurt it. That's good. That's good. So if I just maybe give it some extra water and put some Super Thrive on it, will that... Well, I, would, I wouldn't... I don't know if... Probably I would just use... Yeah, in the fall or in the spring, give it some... Slow release lawn fertilizer. Um, no, any. I don't. I don't even think your water is necessary. But you, uh, anytime you can let the hose soak on the, out on that root system, it won't hurt anything for sure. Um, but I don't. If it, if it's what Jerry and I think it is, it's uh, the uh, lack of rain and the high. Okay. I, neither of those trees will be threatened by it. But did you say there was construction or digging or anything? In? No, it's just our house. We've been there three years now. So, and this is the first year it's. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think. Oh, three years. Those are good. Those are three good years that you had, but plenty of rain too. Right. So it's just yeah. It's probably just saying, oh man, the uh, easy days are over. So we've got to adjust. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, great. Thank That's you. a good See? tree. I'm that was keep, easy. I'm going to keep a leaf, okay? Yep. Cool. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of the show. What you got going on over there? Uh, uh, that, that guy was right about the Vinca. Oh, yeah, yeah. Being on sale. Uh, they got a lot of good sale items this, this month. This week, mm-hmm. and uh, they've also got coleus on sale. Yeah, now, not the plant of the weekend, weekend, weekend. But no, not Paul's coleus, but yeah, they've got coleus. Let's see what we got: the Vinca Cora series. Uh, that's eighty-eight cents each in the four-inch pot. Uh, coleus, a Texas superstar in the four-inch pot. It's just ninety-eight cents each. Dwarf Mexican petunia. Uh huh. Y'all recommend that a lot. And bougainvillea. Boogie, yeah. Boogie, boogie. And they got some pretty bougainvilleas. So uh, uh, come on by and uh, take a look at them. Crepe myrtles are on sale. Yeah, the crepe myrtles, three to five gallon, regularly twenty-five dollars. Uh, now uh, eighteen dollars. Yep. So, so that's that's a good deal. Uh, if you if you if you're looking for a cray myrtle and that, these ain't grown in containers, and now's a good time to to plant these. Uh, whiskey barrels, one half whiskey barrels are on sale. Normally yeah. sixty dollars, now thirty nine eighty eight. Uh, Landscaper Pride Gardener's Magic Soil in the uh, one and a half cubic foot bag, regularly seven nine dollars, now four eighty eight. 
And uh, the Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhizal Fungi is now just 19.88 for the 30-pound uh, bag. So yeah, lots you, of good things on sale. Yeah, if you want to do our experiment, this is a good, oh, okay. good week to do it since you got. Uh, and and I'm I'm saying instead of uh, the this is just for you to try, see how it works out. Uh, instead of potting mix, instead of all potting mix, get uh, get some of that uh, Millburgers Natural Lawn and Garden Fertilizer with Mycorrhiza Fungi and dump it straight into a container. Dump it straight into a container. And if you, if you need more potting mix, you can use the, uh, the Landscaper's Pride and garden magic soil of a mix. You mix them half and half. Let's see, the uh, Landscaper's Pride and, Ma- and Garden Magic Soil is a 1.5 cubic foot bag, regularly six uh, $7 and now $5. So, and you can mix that in with the uh, half and half with uh, the Millburger Natural Lawn and uh, Garden Fertilizer with well, Mycorrhizal Fungi. All right. And uh, that's on sale for $20. So, All right. uh, and, and then plant your, uh, and then use Osmico. Goodness. Copious amounts of Osmico. And then put your put your pepper in there. Okay. You know, a real grandy gold pepper. That we, we still we, have. We planted ours uh, uh, in, in for seed production, for fruit for seed production, plant them thirsty. Mm-hmm. So you'll be running right along with us uh, on the uh, real grandy gold, and we we we, we all need to save save uh, some seed from it because, uh, like I said, uh, A&M not producing any seed. And uh, so if we want to have it again next year, uh, we need to uh, save some seed from this year's crop. We were lucky to get yeah, the thanks. plants that we got, and we've got some great-looking great looking plants. Yeah. So they turned out good. And uh, the... Uh, I, uh oh, they're coming after us. <laughs> they, uh, I know. I noticed that uh, that when we were planting uh, smaller plants, by, about the size of these out here, that they were they're already setting fruit. They're already beginning. Oh to wow! Set they they set fruit early. Huh? Uh, real grande gold pepper. But Very cool. uh, once these are gone. Uh, there's not going to be any more this this season. I'm not sure how much you can count on me, but my goal is to grow one f- to enjoy and one for the seeds. There you go. So I'm going to put aside, well, and people, I guess, could do that. They could grow two or three and just pick one that was going to be a seeded one, I guess. Yeah. Okay. And we're, we're, when we get closer to that point, we'll start talking about uh, how to select them uh, because uh, they're... they're, they're uh, they're segregating in, into uh, into different pepper types. Yeah. I mean, they all look like real grande gold, and they all taste like real grande gold. But uh, we, we, we want to get the ones that look like uh, jalapenos. Oh, okay. Except so like jalapenos and as big as jalapenos. So it, it will end up kind of bringing in the pods. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. Cool. 
right. When the when the pod start producing, uh, we'll go through and uh, I've got uh, several plantings of them of, of about uh, 30, 30 plus 30, 40 plants of each each uh, in each planting. And we may go through there and do, do them like we do blue bonnets and uh, pull the ones out or let, let people eat the ones that are not jalapeno-shaped and uh, they, they keep, the, keep the seed of the ones that are jalapeno-shaped. It's an open-pollinated variety. Uh, so does that mean we don't want to plant it near the other peppers or not? Jack said uh, no. Uh, I don't think so. It'd be better if you if we could not do that. So if you got you, even a like if you got a, a whiskey barrel uh, that's something yeah that's nothing growing in a little isolated that might be pretty good yeah and plus mm-hmm. peppers grow so well and and full sun or partial shade okay morning sun afternoon, afternoon shade. shade all right. Or full sun. Because after planting one yet, after planting one yesterday in the little container, it was pretty droopy. Yeah. After that full sun beating, it got. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Funny, funny how hundred degree yeah. does that. So I'm scared to ask, what were you guys talking about? Oh, he's he's got a uh, shade situation with mm-hmm. deer. Ooh, jeez. And he's trying to figure out, uh, and he he's trying to figure out what the plant. In that uh, under in that situation, so he's trying some things. You know, we talked about uh, dwarf ruellia. Mm-hmm. And, so he's got uh, some of those. It's salvia gregii, and even the society garlic. What's uh, the yellow that he's got that he picked out? That, that yeah, that wouldn't be. He wouldn't. No, oh, that's not that a for shape. something else. Okay, yeah. that's a uh, new gold lantana. Uh oh, I think we have a question coming up, or we've given someone bad advice. Oh, <laughs> she's gonna, no. When she's swinging. Yeah. He's the one. Can he's we ask, the one that caused it. Uh-oh. Can we ask it on the air? Here you go. Grab the mic. You'll be on the air. These guys will be able to hear you. <laughs> yeah. no, you. No cussing on the air. Yeah, what you, what you got that you're going to hit Calvin with? Nobody else. Well, <laughs> I've got this branch, and we got it up at the ranch. We want to know what kind of tree it is. And can we have a bunch of these. Can we cut it for... For our barbecue, is it like mesquite or hickory or? But can you, uh, I can't identify it from that stem. Can you tell us more about it? Looks no. Like Does nice. it bloom? Uh, leaves. <laughs> what kind of leaves? Oh God, I forget. You don't have a picture, do you? No. No. You're killing you us here. Is, uh, is it on a? Does it look birch? Huh? Does that look like a birch? No. That I can tell you it's absolutely no, not, not a birch. birch. Uh, if we were in Minnesota. Mesquite? We have a lot of mesquite up at the ranch. I don't uh, think that's mesquite. But this, I think this is more down by the lake. Is it? Now, that's uh, it's, uh, looks like a little, uh, it's got a kind of a hardwood look to it. But I, uh, did, when he cut it, was it hard to cut? Yes. Yeah, it's it real like, hard. Yeah, it looks like it. It's not... So you don't think it's something like we could cut a bunch of these and make chips for the barbecue? Well, I don't know if it's wheat. Yeah, if it's wheat you could, but you'd probably know if it's wheat They bloom yellow in the spring. Yeah, you'd probably. They got thorns. They're like they're like a, they're related to a mesquite. Is that right? Um, what Maybe else? I can go look online to see something similar. 
I think they need a little more. Sometimes you can you can sense it if you hit Calvin with that branch. He oh, may yeah. be able to tell you. Pretty hard. Yeah, no, but you know he can tell. He just he just because some if you hit him with mesquite, it feels different than you if you hit him with an oak. There you go. Except, some, except sometimes I can't communicate after. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's better not to do that. Um, yeah, you it's might not, have to get a picture of the leaves or the. Now we we can tell you that it's not poisonous, probably. It's not probably. How do you tell that? Sarah could probably chop some of these up and put them in the. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, whether it had, would have a taste impact on them. We don't, okay, we don't know I don't that. think. I don't even. There's so many trees. I didn't even think to look at the leaves. So I'll look at the leaves and see what it looks like then. Okay. And the shape. Has it come up with multi stems or? I don't remember. It's been a while back since we cut a bunch of these down. We were just clearing out some spots, and we had a bunch of these. How tall were they? About 20 foot. 20 foot tall. Maybe 30, 20. Uh, Does it ever lose its leaves? Yes. When? Do you remember? Winter. Okay. Well, I was going to think if it was oak, it would lose them differently. At, yeah, uh, sometimes it would. Okay. Uh, it's not. Where's Mark Peterson? I don't know. Mark Mark might have trouble with them flying from a stick like that. Oh, man. All right. Well, okay. let me go see if I can find a picture of it. All right. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Or a forestry. So, do I win anything for stumping the judges here? Or? No. No. <laughs> you, you, you did a long line. Yeah. We, we used the to line have, forms and back. Yeah. Huh? We used to have that contest, and then it happened so often. Yeah. <laughs> can you take a photo of it and just send it on the email? To me? I yeah. can do that. Okay. Oh. Okay. You don't look at leaves. You don't take photos. <laughs> no, she said just she a bunch of brush up at the ridge, you know. Oh. So you just uh. see a bunch of these and you think, "What kind of tree is that?" We had so many branches. Well, maybe we could put it in the fire pit. That, so. Gosh, that, you that, can do that. It's is somewhat, somewhat kind of a savage attitude, isn't it? I know it. I, do you appreciate this tree? Can, <laughs> can we burn it? <laughs> <laughs> we killed it. Now can we yeah, burn, we burn it? it? Is that common to have the little thing in the center like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hardwoods, yeah. Pith. Oh. The pith. Pith. Pith in the center. It's not cedar, is it? No. 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 I don't think it's snow. Does that smell? Calvin is now sniffing it. It's got lichen on it. Is that lichen? No. Can you see the lichen? I'm not not liking it. I'm not liking this one. Oh, we've run out of time. We've we got to take a break. So, 210 308 8867. Sorry. Glad we could help. 308 8867. We're going to take a break and come back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. More after this on 9 30 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bowl Road. It's here. It's a top tomato contest. Time for you to start bragging on those tomatoes of yours. That's right. Millburgers annual top tomato contest is coming up. There are lots of different categories for you to participate in. Cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato by weight, and one tomato will be named the grand champion or top tomato in San Antonio. There's even a best salad bowl contest if you're growing things that aren't tomatoes. 
you can bring those too. Now go to millburgernursery.com for all the details. When you're there, you'll learn that you get a $10 gift certificate just for coming out and bringing your tomatoes and participating in the contest. It's a whole lot of fun, and it's your chance to, well, do a little bragging and have some fun with other tomato growers. While you're there this weekend at Millburgers, you're going to find some savings on Finca, Dwarf Mexican Petunia, Coleus, Bougainvilleas, and Crepe Myrtles. Plus, Millburgers has sales on all kinds of great stuff at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. When it comes to illegal border crossings, there's a lot of fiction being portrayed as fact. The left wants you to think the Trump administration is deliberately separating children from their parents at the border. There's a tripling in the number of illegal crossings now at 50,000 for the last two months. The left claims 1,400 children are lost. Not true. All have been placed with sponsors or family members. But in the last fiscal year, 14% of those called to check on the children did not answer their phone. The Democrats claim these are lost kids. There are loopholes in the immigration laws that Democrats in Congress refuse to fix. They want the illegals here because they believe it means future votes for them. A White House statement says, quote, if we were to have those fixes in federal law, the migrant crisis emanating from Central America would largely be solved in a very short time. Families would then be able to be kept together and could be sent home expeditiously and safely, which is the normal removal proceedings that apply to Mexican nationals every day, unquote. This is what frustrates. Things can be fixed, but some politicians prefer the issue to solving a problem. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome to Marketplace Deals. And now, your host, Johnny Deal. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Now, let's get right to it. Jack, for 100 points, where can you go online or on your phone to get great discount deals on everything from water softeners to tuition for the kids? Um, the Marketplace page? Correct. Okay, Jill, your question. How much can you save at the Marketplace page? Hundreds and thousands of dollars? Correct. Now the final question, and you must buzz in. Where can you get these great deals? The Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Yes! Congratulations and thanks for playing Marketplace Deals. Check out all the great deals at the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The Marketplace page. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer. Give us a call. Be a part of today's show by calling 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Look what I have in my hot little hand. The newsletter. The new the newsletter for June. Yeah. You can get one free mail to you or you can get you can get it on the 
from the Millburgers uh, 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 on the new Millburgers newsletter, uh, webpage, Millburgers webpage, and uh, they've got some interesting questions in there, plant questions. I, th- I think th- I think this is these are from Calvin because one of the questions is if I collect seed pods from my sweet peas, can I plant them next fall? And I think it works Cal- for me. I think I think Calvin uh, says yes. Collect full size seed pods once they show some browning. Place them in a paper sack when dry, and the pods will release the seed into the bag. Sound a little like blue bonnets, don't they? Yeah, they do. And they're, uh, the trick that Jerry convinced me to try was to soak in the seed. Boy, that does make a big difference. Oh, yeah. On sweet peas, especially. They, they Germ- buy that water. Germination rate is double with soaked seed compared to dry seed, even when you water the soil. Oh, yeah. The the, the naysayers say that sometimes when you do that, that you. You uh, release some of the uh, hormones in the seed, or something. Hmm. I, I, I think the the benefits far outweigh the uh, negative. So what, yeah, what does it mean that it changes their sexual orientation? No, it just <laughs> just releases some of the seed hormones or, or whatever. Now, their uh, sweet peas are generally uh, not. Zara, I mean, they're poisonous, but uh, I mean, again, you, you know, to, to what degree is the question? But uh, compared to regular peas, you, you eat regular peas, but you don't want to eat the flower peas. Oh, okay. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Maybe so. But uh, it sure it sure works to increase the germination rate. Yeah. Uh, we did that with okra too. If, if you come by and get some of your okra seed, which we got plants now, those are nice plants. They're big. But uh, if you get get seed, uh, you want to soak those overnight too in warm water, and uh, that'll that'll uh, first of all, when you put them in warm water, the the bad seed will float, will come to the top, it'll float. And then uh, the the ones that are on the bottom are the are the heavy seed, so what we call heavy seed, which uh, probably germinate better, and will uh, uptake the water a little faster than uh, than uh, the 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 other seed. The, then we had a question that there are little suckers coming up at the base of my live oak tree. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness, because, Calvin, something weird has happened to my yard, and I and I, I didn't I didn't even I didn't even fertilize it. I got the fertilizer on my front porch. I haven't put down my winter my uh, spring fertilizer yet. Are you related to Milton? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As a, but but my yard is turning brown all over. And uh, but my oak sprouts are not. My oak sprouts are nice and green, and sticking up above the St. Augustine grass, and everything is looking good. So uh, I mean, uh, on the oak sprouts, but the the grass is turning brown. Can you figure out what that might be? 
I wonder if 100-degree heat has anything to do with it. 100-degree heat and no water. Yeah. That might that might be a cause. You think that might be a cause? My, my whole yard is a brown patch. Uh, <laughs> well, mine, mine uh, under the... And you, you see this in a lot of yards under the shade under the big oak. Yeah, yeah. It's green, mm-hmm. and then you can tell exact border. In fact, the Bermuda is invaded uh, on that uh, the area that's out in more in the sun, and then the, the San Augustine is still green under that shade area. Right. So I think that's a lot of lawns are going to be that way. But anyway, the root sprouts. Uh, they got a lot of little suckers coming up at the base of the live oak trees. Can I cut them without fearing from oak wilt? Uh, the, you answer, those are, those are root sprouts. You can mow them with the lawnmower, spring mower, string mower. Uh, research indicates the cuts are not an entry point for oak wilt spores because the cuts are close to the ground and are very small diameter. I just uh, that appeared recently in one of my columns. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm I'm a believer in the, I'm a believer in uh, invading uh, a Asian jasmine amongst in, in amongst the uh, oak sprouts. You can't you can't hardly tell the leaf on, on the you're looking from a distance. You can't tell the difference in the in the leaf structure. And, and after you mow them, they, they, they definitely stay green longer than your grass does. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jerry wanted me to get you some uh, information on the Top Tomato Contest and Best Salad Bowl, including the prizes. Okay, the two divisions. That'll next, make them come, those prizes. The prizes are really good. So, first place in the two divisions of cherry and smaller or regular tomato. Now, uh, entries in cherry or smaller must include a minimum of six tomatoes. In regular or large tomatoes, entries must include a minimum of three marketable tomatoes. First prize in each one of the divisions is a $75 gift certificate. Second prize is a $50 gift certificate. Plus, there's prizes for the biggest tomato based on weight, and that's a $100 gift certificate to Millburgers. Yeah, and then the tomato of those three categories that wins uh, top tomato or our grand champion will get an additional $50 Millburgers gift certificate. Here's the criteria. Stems. Calyxes should be left on approximately one-half inch in length, uh, green and fresh. Cherry tomatoes can still be on the vine. All tomatoes must be uniform in size, color, shape, and maturity. Color of maturity and ripeness depends on variety from green to ripe red. Tomato varieties must be specified on the entry form that will be filled out. Ah, I folded in the wrong place. When you arrive at Millburgers. The Best Salad Bowl Contest. Bring a bowl filled with your best vegetables picked from your garden, but does not include tomatoes. Don't include tomatoes. The best display of non-tomato veggies will win a $50 Millburgers gift certificate. Criteria for salad bowl. Stems should be left on approximately one-half inch in length, green and fresh. Entries will be accepted between 10.30 and noon. Judging begins at 12.15. 
Winners will be announced when the judging ends. No age limit for contestants. No more than one tomato entry per division per family. Tomato and salad bowl vegetable entries must be homegrown and maintained by contestant. Commercial growers are not eligible. Contest is open to residents of Bear, Atascosa, Medina, Kendall, Comal, Guadalupe, Wilson, and other counties in the KLUP listening area. That's entries that are not claimed by the end of the contest become the property of Millburger Nursery. I just had a thought. Plus, hold that thought. Everyone who enters will receive a free $10 gift certificate redeemable at Millburgers on the day of the contest only. One certificate per household. Guess what did you just think? You know, a lot of times we have small gardeners. Uh, I mean, small garden areas. <laughs> there, are, there are no small gardeners, just small, <laughs> no, gardens. Go ahead. Uh, and remember, the important thing about this is that you want three specimens, or three selections that are the same, uh, same ripeness, and the stem has cut the same length, the same, uh, the same. Except for the cherries. Except for the cherries. And except for the weight. Yeah. The big one. But one, one thing we don't determine. Uh, Indicate on that, for that that might be helpful to someone that doesn't have a lot of tomatoes, is that they don't have to be the same variety. Are you sure? Yeah. You didn't make, you didn't read that. Okay, I thought they had to be the same variety. No, it doesn't say that. You have to identify the variety. Oh wow! Okay. And I don't think you even have to do that. It says you do. Does it really? In the application, yeah. Well, at least Milton read it. What? Identify on the application, identify the variety. Yeah, you have to identify each variety. It says that. It, it doesn't say that you can't have more than one variety on a display. doesn't say that specifically. There you go. So it says you might have, you might have two or three bushes, two or three varieties of uh, rodeo tomatoes, so to speak, and... Uh, you don't have three of the same ripeness and the same size on one plant. You see what I'm getting at? I'm guessing. Yeah, so, you're so on your you, own. You can go ahead and. I'm letting you stand by yourself on this one. Okay. You can go ahead and get the, <laughs> you get another tomato variety. Is re- I'm not encouraging it either. Yeah. <laughs> And Is I'm, there a reason the Parson boys weren't attorneys? Because you kind of have that. <laughs> that. It doesn't say specifically, Your Honor. <laughs> and I'm betting. Uh-huh. What you not, betting? Not to degrade the judges or anything. Oh, you'd never do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm, I'm betting that uh, if there's the same, same maturity, same size, say a stem cut the same distance, that our our expert panel of judges won't be able to tell the difference. Ooh. The well, if they look exactly the same, we might, might not be able to tell the, the difference. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm just helping them, helping them come, uh, come up you? with a display. Are you really helping them? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and just put uh, put one variety on there, the one that has two tomatoes on there. Mm. It's got basically a corrupt mind. I know. 
That just came to me, Milton. I recognize that when we were doing the tree giveaway where you came back with the you know, you came back with the tree. Now if you come back with five trees yeah. to Millburgers Christmas trees, uh and on, you know, can you pick up your neighbor's tree from their house and bring it and get it? <laughs> But I, I, I want the tomato contest to be a big success. All right. And so uh, that did for the, for those who have smaller gardens and uh, less tomato plants. I think this is the way to have a uniform sample. Yeah, the, and since it's not in the room, uh, you're, you'll have to talk to the judges about that. Call one of the judges now and find no, out. No, uh, uh, all right. Two one. I don't. I don't want the judges to be made oh. aware. No. Well, they certainly aren't listening these, to the these, show. These may be mixed samples. Uh huh. 210-308-8867. You will have to call the nursery for <laughs> specifics on this. No, they don't know. They, this just came up. Man. I understand that. This is an original idea, man. Okay. Well, we have to take another break. Holy cow. we got <laughs> up against another break. I may come up with another original idea. Oh, heck. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> Back in a moment after this. Well, he's getting okra. Uh, with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road. It's here. It's the Top Tomato Contest. Time for you to start bragging on those tomatoes of yours. That's right. Millburgers' annual Top Tomato Contest is coming up. There are lots of different categories for you to participate in. Cherry and smaller, regular tomatoes, biggest tomato by weight, and one tomato will be named the Grand Champion or Top Tomato in San Antonio. There's even a Best Salad Bowl Contest if you're growing things that aren't tomatoes. You can bring those, too. Now, go to MillburgerNursery.com for all the details. When you're there, you'll learn that you get a $10 gift certificate just for coming out and bringing your tomatoes and participating in the contest. It's a whole lot of fun, and it's your chance to, well, do a little bragging and have some fun with other tomato growers. While you're there this weekend at Millburgers, you're going to find some savings on Finca, Dwarf Mexican Petunia, Coleus, Bougainvilleas, and Crepe Myrtles. Plus, Millburgers has sales on all kinds of great stuff at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. 1604 on Bull Road. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Tuition for a private faith-based education can be expensive, but Lutheran High School of San Antonio has a great deal for you. Get a voucher valued at $10,650 for only $6,000. Find out how by clicking on the Discount Tuition tab on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line 
This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, as sometimes happens, uh, Jerry comes up with an interesting take on an idea, and Trace comes up on the porch to uh, <laughs> to talk a little bit about it. No, I, I don't know if you heard it. You didn't hear his idea. Yeah, it's okay. You, you perhaps don't want to. Well, it's, it's what he what he what he doesn't know won't hurt him, right? I don't know. Do he you was need a disclaimer. No, he, he was discussing the uh, top tomato contest. So uh, I, I was saying that uh, for small gardeners, uh, you know, they don't only have one or two plants, and they want to enter the contest, but they don't have three uh, tomatoes of a. Uh, the same variety, which are the same size and ripeness and everything else. Well, they could enter with the three. They just wouldn't win. They wouldn't win. So they could still get their their entry gift certificate. So, to, to, yeah, but but to make the, to make them uh, even more uh, winnable, compatible, compatible, more, more competitive. There you go, Calvin. That's the word I'm looking for. See, Calvin getting into this one. Mm, well, for no. sure, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get into this, Calvin. <laughs> to make it more competitive, they could use a tomato from another variety. As one of their now, three. As one of their three, or two of their three. I'm not sure that's the spirit of the contest. That's it's probably no, not no, the spirit. It, it it's about the camaraderie. It's a, it's, a, it's a mixed. It's a mixed sample. If, if it's about the camaraderie, that's fine. They could, oh. as long as they know they're not going to have a chance to well, but nobody, no, nobody no, but he's, he's suggesting they can win with, with three different varieties and look oh, similar no. nobody will yes, know they if they don't look if they don't look I mean if they look exactly if the they same look exactly the same then they don't even have to tell anybody they can that, there you go <sighs> same method man it's not about, I'm, I'm out of this it's not about being the same name it's being about being the the uh, consistent 
size and hey, quality. Absolutely. There you go. Good. Thank you, Chris. All right. So what else is going on, Trace? <laughs> I actually agreed with Jerry. I know. That's, that's I came up here shaking my head. I don't uh, know. I did you hear us calling your name? or no, uh, You not. just sensed that it was probably a good time to come yes, up and, yes. and clear things up. It's, uh, it's just basically a mix. Didn't we, have a, didn't we have a question for Trace? We were going to ask about something, but I don't remember... What it was. Were we looking for something in particular? Do we find the bat face kufia and all that? Or? Yeah, we found that after okay. we got hollered at. Oh, okay. Calvin got hollered at. I uh, couldn't understand her. Yeah. And somebody, she she said, somebody said it was bat, bat, bat face kufia was over here. Of course, I couldn't. I was trying to get Milton. Last, last week it was over here. Yeah, and I was trying there. to get Milton mm-hmm. to interpret for me. And she what, just kept yelling at Calvin. Just screaming at him. And then one, a sit, a, so much profanity. Said, it's way over there. It's way over <laughs> He's probably used to it. Though. Yeah, he probably is used to it. It just seemed to roll off his back. Yeah. I think he said, I can't hear you. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, sir. We're, we're, we're stealing the time here. What else is going on? Do you want to talk about the plant of the weekend, Paul's uh, coleus? Or? You bet. Okay. So this is a Paul's coleus. Um, I'm, Sounds like a disease. I'm assuming <laughs> that this no, came that's from Paul's coleus. Colon. Colon. <laughs> okay. We, not colon. Yeah, we're not. Gonna <laughs> Thank you. All right. Trace. So um, the, this came from Peterson Brothers, and one of the main gentlemen's over there. Yeah. His name is Paul. So my assumption is this is a coleus that he. I don't want to say invented, but uh, propagated, discovered, yeah, yeah. and uh, and named it after himself. So, uh, to my knowledge, there are very few of these plants mm-hmm. in the entire state, and I own them all, and I hope to sell them to one of y'all. So, you want to describe it? It is a it, best I can tell you. It's a duckfoot coleus. Okay, so it's got a, a lobe type leaf. Very very pretty. It's got a lot of maroon in it. And I'm assuming the more sun it's in, the colors will get even more vibrant because uh, it is a sun coleus. Uh, they're $16.99, and you could be one of few in the entire state that has this plant. Yeah. Um, now I think we have 10, unless somebody's bought I have some not more. I walked over there, so uh, we started with 10 total. Yeah, so don't know how many we have now. we got one up here, so if you want one, we know we can at least help you with that. Uh, you can call the nursery at 497-3760, 497-3760 to uh, go ahead and get it. And uh, they'll put it aside for you. And it's 16... 1699. 1699. And uh, you can get it by calling 497-3760. And it's a neat-looking plant. And you may be one of the only people in San Antonio or Texas with one. Uh, maybe even the you United States. Wow. Maybe the... Uh, See? If you're looking for... Northern Hemisphere. For maybe the world. It awesome. could be. Maybe in the world. <laughs> Trace laughs when he sends that fax in. <laughs> that little maniacal, <laughs> I'm going to get them all. Good for him. 210-308-8867. What else is going on, Trace? Uh, we still got a good selection of, uh, of the Rio Grande Gold and a few other peppers, okra. Uh, herb selection still good. And lots of color. I mean, the best color for summer are going to be vincas and zinnias. And we've got a great selection on those. Uh, they're on sale. Yes, Vincas are. And we've got some wonderful-looking purslane. Uh-huh. That's the table right in front of you. Um, I like purslane personally because the blooms open and close with the sun. So when you're outside to enjoy them, the blooms are open. And uh, when if you're you at bed, work, they go to sleep. Uh, if you're at work, somebody else has to enjoy them. 
Sure. You know. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, when, when that sundial uh, porch, porch locker is what I'm thinking oh. of. They, they stay open longer than purslane, I think. I think. Yeah, the per- Unless they've got some purslane that stay open longer. Uh, I, was, I thought it was all about the same, but uh, I could be wrong. I'm not here when the sun goes down, so I can't. <laughs> No, they they call it sundial. Oh yeah, I remember. I'm familiar with the name. And, and the reason for that is because it stays open longer. I think. Well, the, the neat thing is, if you've got that, that's how you'll know if the sun is out or not, whether the uh, flowers uh-huh. are. Replaced. Especially when it's 100 degrees <laughs> out. You know. Uh, and the bloom okay, closes when it when you water it. Does it really? Oh yeah. The yeah, uh, I haven't noticed. Other thing yeah, is uh, on first line. The milk, the milkweed is there blooming. A little bit of milkweed. You and the porter weed are in bloom three or four different kinds, different colors. Uh, mist flowers. We got mist flowers someplace. There's a there's a handful of them over there. Yeah, so the so your butterfly garden you can come in, and then the certified butterfly garden here at Millburgers is uh, looking good. And you can really get a, a good look at an example of a, an effective butterfly garden that's also an attractive part of the landscape. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time Paul Cox told us about the, the porter weed and how much we just embraced it and said, you're right, Paul, mm-hmm. that's going to be a good plant. Yeah. Remember that way back when? Yeah, that's right. We've always, yeah. We always are enthusiastic about new discoveries. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> Paul's. <laughs> yes. We just said, you know, that's great, Paul. And now we're really pushing it. It's it's finally come around. We were ahead of the game. Full circle. Full Yes. Full circle, yes. Perfect. <laughs> All right. 210, poor Paul, if he's listening. What? They yelled at me. 210-308-8867. Um, so was it last week we were sort of talking about maybe something coming in that blooms purplish? and or I'm, I'm hesitating because I'm not sure if I can talk about it yet. Are we talking about the thing we talked about a little while ago? Sneeza? No. Oh, that. No, not that one. But that's, uh, no, the uh, petunias. Oh, no, we're, we're a ways yeah. away. They're, they're, oh, this well, probably just haven't even sprouted yet. Oh, okay. Okay, so soon, though. But, yeah. Yeah, my poor little VIP looks pretty bad. Now, you need to cut it in half. Okay. Well, Anytime you have a Laura Bush or VIP, and they bloom real good, and they set seed, and so they're telling the plants that, uh, you know, they, they've done what they're supposed to do, and they go dormant. Hey, but, so if you cut the seed off... Take, take cut the, them in half. Wait till you see the signal, though, because they're not all the same. Some of them bloom much longer. I've got some oh, that yeah. look like they're in prime bloom, and I've got others that have set seeds. So, yeah, that's right. So you can have them almost all summer. Because they produce seed at different yeah. times. So can I pull my blue bonnets out? Yeah, they're looking pretty bad. Yeah. Have they popped the seed? Yeah, it, you were right. It looks... It, it's interesting because it, the seed pods, yeah, they just, it's, it's my laziness I was making fun of. Oh. Are all twisted and, yeah. and brown and, yeah, so. That's a, they pop their seed, thrown the seed out so you can take them up now. Okay. We've got our stock seed in the, uh, and it's a good thing we did the stock seed because I don't, I don't think John Thomas at Wild Seed Farm are going to have any. Any any seed of the colors of the colors he's gonna he may have some some blues that he's getting up around the course of Canada and whatever. But yeah, does he have the orange one yet? That's all I want. No, no. Okay. 
But uh, why is that? I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's con- looking for the. Orange. It's a conspiracy. They're trying to keep that orange <laughs> blue bonnet down. I'm sure it exists. Mm-hmm. But uh, the colors, uh, I, th- I think we're going to be uh, furnishing all the colors, and and that that means that uh, we will give the transplant grower, the bedding plant grower, the seeds so he can produce the. Uh, uh, Texas maroon transplants and uh, and the uh, uh, well, what are they? I'm trying to think of what John Thomas calls them. Uh, Alamo Fire. Oh yeah, Alamo Fire for trays to sell. So that's mm-hmm. why, that's why we're working to be have transplants available in September, October, okay. or sometimes even before. So if is do I have any fear of mowing the lawn where no, they, no, no, they'll no, no. just hide under there? They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Okay. And our dry, our dry dryness or anything else uh, that seed is meant to lay there until uh, gets the right uh, moisture and uh, soil temperature to grow. Okay. Uh, I also want to mention to people, uh, of course, we're having hundred degree t- temperatures. As long as the temperatures at night stay around 75 to, I think tonight's supposed to be 76, the temperature is supposed to be 76, your tomatoes should keep setting, setting fruit. Yeah, they're doing well so have far. You, have you noticed that you, you've got small tomatoes? So I'm, I'm talking about it like a yeah. marble. I don't, I was thinking that I didn't see a lot of blooms, but I got lots of still, still uh, yeah. developing tomatoes. There you go. Yeah, um, I just we want to remind everybody too. Uh, my column uh, in Express News, we talked about uh, Anaqua, and we talked about the uh, native sun sunflower uh, for the birds and for Texas persimmon. And so, if you are into the the birds and you're looking for plants that do well, we got Anaqua here at the Milbury. Yeah, we, we have some really nice Anaqua. That's where I got mine, and mine is huge too. now. And uh, just covered with those yellow, yellow uh, berries, and the bird, you know, the whole tree's in motion from the birds be eating it. So it's a good, it's a good uh, evergreen shade tree, native tree, um, drought tolerant, and boy, the birds love it. Uh, so that's one to consider, and you can read about that. And then that those uh, annual sunflower seeds. I think the last time I checked too, when we had seed for that. Uh, Sunflower, the uh, but I don't know if it's we still do. We got lots of we've got lots of different sunflower seeds in there. And one time we had, but you can you you, uh, you can find the seed or just uh, take some heads from the roadside or find a neighbor that's got a, a sunflower patch and uh, get some of those seeds. And then the Texas persimmon. I don't know if we have any Texas. We, we have some Texas persimmon. Cool. That's a really makes a nice. It really does make a nice plant. To that bark is really attractive. The bark is very cool, and uh, the birds love it too. Uh, the the woodpeckers we talked about earlier uh, just go nuts over over that. So you got lots of choices for your wildlife in your landscape. We talked a lot about butterflies, and then we also have options for birds, and almost all of them are available here at Millburgers. Cool. Anything exciting, or we'll know more tomorrow about what's going to come we, in? We will know more tomorrow. Okay. What are folks, uh, when they're coming to you with questions, what are they coming to questions about? 
tomatoes is a lot. Okay. Uh, lots of men rot. Oh. And the problems, uh, how they've got it and what to do to fix it. Okay. What is your opinion? <laughs> There's no fixing it. Once once they have blossom and rot, you just right. say, well, remove the fruit or, yes, or go ahead and it'll ripen. But it's not edible, so that's yeah. we're, we're in agreement. So what do you do to prevent it from happening to the rest of your tomatoes? Usually the people that have blossom and rot, because we, we when we make our tomato selections, uh if that if that is a, a predominant feature in our field tomatoes, uh, and we've seen that on one or two varieties, we just eliminate that particular variety oh, okay. competition. Now, now, sometimes the weather. We had a couple of days yeah. in the spring. You can go from you go from 55 degrees to 90 degrees yeah. in a day, and especially if you're growing tomatoes in a container. Yeah, um, you know it's tough to keep that flow of moisture into that plant and so sometimes you just get a, a few of them and, and generally uh, you just pick them and uh, the next tomatoes that set are perfectly fine yeah but not nine and a half times out of ten people with blossom and rot on tomatoes have are growing them in containers oh okay and and have let them dry out there we go okay and that what that does that stops the the uh, the expanding part of the tomato. Milton's trans- transpiration rate. Yep. And I got blossom and rye too because I grow mine in tomatoes in containers. So you got to keep and them you don't water them. Yeah. Well, I, inconsistent on the watering. When they just start falling off the side, I go, oh, I better water that. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank you for being a part of the show. Thanks to Al back at the station for getting all the calls on the air. We were really busy today. Thanks to Trace for coming up on the porch. We'll visit with him tomorrow. Uh, And, uh, of course, thanks to you, as always, for listening. I'm Milton. Join us tomorrow back here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road for Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>